Welcome to the Here to Evolve podcast. I'm Josh. And I'm Alessandra. And in this podcast, we take topics from both health and fitness, as well as the business side of things. We run two businesses, SD Evolution and Fit Coach Pro, and have a pretty unique perspective because we've had a lot of success, but we are not quite at the top of the food chain yet. Our mission is to help break down these topics so you can learn in an easy to digest manner and apply them into your daily life. So let's hop into today's episode. With the new year kicking off, we've been creating a trend of talking about ways to make this your best year yet. Um, Obviously, the last few years, we've had some crazy things going on and a lot of negative light. So trying to do as much as we can to enhance what is to come in 2023 and planting positive seeds. So this episode is going to be about cleansing your life for 2023, trying to optimize as much success as possible. So life cleanse. What does that mean? Because we're pretty much against cleanses of all natures, essentially, most of the teas. But a life cleanse, essentially talking about things we can remove from our environment, could be from our diets, could be from our mindset, could be from training, could be from you know our inner circle, removing negative aspects that are holding us back so that we don't have any dead weight going into this new year. Because a lot of times that dead weight transforms into you know all areas of our lives that's the, the concept of dead weight. It's pulling you down. It's dragging you down. So in any area that you're suffering, it can bleed into another. Um, so if you have these constant pulls and directions that you don't want to be going in, it's time to cut loose. I think we'll also touch on what we can add in as well. So if you're taking things out, what can you maybe replace that thing with? Or what can you add in that will add more value to your life? So Fair enough. So let's start off with the easy one, <clears throat> social media. This is something I actually started yesterday, and I know that you've been doing it for a little bit, while, a little while. Um, but removing any accounts from, that don't add value to to my life. So, if you don't make me smile, if you don't inspire me, if you don't teach me, um, motivate me, you're gone. And that's not like I unfollowed people that I like, like in real life, in general. Like they're good humans. I I enjoy being around them. Um, but as far as social media is concerned, I spend. I'm doing better, but I still spend too much time scrolling. So I don't want to see your cats. I, I don't want to see uh, your backyard. I, I don't want to see these things. I want to make this a positive environment because I've been very much soured on social media, um, obviously, over the past year with just all the crap and all the stuff coming out and just a lot of silliness that doesn't add any value to my life. So I don't follow a ton of people, but I did go through a big old list and remove those who aren't doing those things for me, checking those boxes. I think this is important to do because like Josh said, like we kind of just begin to follow so many different accounts and so many people and maybe we find someone from a new post or whatever it is and we start following them and it's just constant energy and constant things in your face. And if you are following hundreds and thousands of people, that's a lot of new information and new posts and just different ideas that these people are putting into your head whether you realize it or not these people are influencing you whether they are a true influencer or not so I think it's really important to monitor what you are taking in and one of the best ways to do that is to either mute people or unfollow them and just to jump in quick the brain constantly wants to seek new information so we constantly want to learn And a lot of times that's where we get stuck in that rabbit hole. So you see something new, you're drawn to it. You might follow a new account 
And next thing you know, you look up and you just wasted 20 minutes, half an hour, an hour, whatever it ends up being, because you just, you go down that, go down that rabbit hole. That's the concept. Your brain is seeking new information and you're just completely sucked in by it. So this isn't necessarily that someone did something bad. Um, it's just kind of removing that pull. And if you do get pulled, it's in something very beneficial. So educational or motivational or something that inspires you to do more with your life. So that's the concept. This isn't just, you know, when I say I unfollowed a lot of people, I, I mentioned that I've unfollowed people that I actually like in real life for that purpose, just to kind of avoid that pull that seeking new information and things that are not truly adding value to my life today. And I think it's interesting too that you said that because I think with social media and like the ease of just staying up to date on people's lives, we do so via social media and we're less likely to reach out to that person and maybe you send them a text or a phone call and say, hey, thinking about you, how's life going or, you know, how are you? And we're just, we don't do that anymore because we stay up to date by seeing their posts. You give them a quick double tap and it's like, oh, okay, I'm up to date. I know what they're doing. I don't need to reach out. So I think ironically by unfollowing people that you may be friends with or like in real life just because you don't want to overload your feed i think that can actually increase the value of our real life connections and of our real life friendships and i'm not saying you have to go and follow all your best friends but i'm just saying like josh mentioned be cognizant and sort of just mindful about what you're taking in and if that account really just isn't adding anything to your life that's positive it's okay to just mute it or unfollow like it's just if it's just random pictures of their cats and of their backyard and you you don't want to see that that's also okay like it doesn't have to be this big personal thing it's just you clearing out your newsfeed and it could obviously get personal people take things personal that shouldn't be taken so if you need to have a conversation don't feel bad about having a conversation this is this is the concept here we're cleansing to do more. So if we're taking away accounts, would you recommend searching new accounts in fields that you're interested in or if you're trying to start a business or you want to cook better, would you use that as the plus? Uh, it depends. I would say... So For social media specific. Something that I do and that I've done in the past is if, like, let's say there's someone in our field who I really look up to or there's someone, you know, doing really great things in a field sort of related to ours. I kind of peek at who they're following and maybe choose a couple new accounts based on that. But at the end of the day, I'm not going to click that follow button or really seek out new accounts. I don't spend time on the explore page. I don't spend a lot of time looking for new ways to get more information. If something like naturally comes up in my life, like for instance, if I'm reading a book and I want to go follow that author or, you know, the the author mentioned something in the book that I want to go follow, I'll do it that way. So it's a little bit more organic rather than seeking out just specific people to follow. Next up, and we've talked about this one before, so we can kind of make it a quick recap, but friends and family. So the concept of this is really where most of the dead weight comes from, I would assume, um, certain friend groups, maybe certain members of your family who are always making comments or unsupportive or whatever. So you have these goals, you have these things you have laid out for yourself, for your life in the next year and you know the foreseeable future. If there are things in direct contrast to that, if there are people directly holding you back from those, those goals and those ambitions, there's different levels to this, but there is a pruning that is necessary. So if there are, they are people who need to be in your life, 
obviously limiting the interactions you have in regards to uh, relating back to that that goal or whatever it is and kind of keeping them shielded off from that as much as possible. If they are people who are just you know, friends, acquaintances, and they are not positively impacting your life in any way, shape, or form, it might be time to just let them go. This is, you know, we only have so much time to give. We only have so many emotions and <laughs> whatever to give to other people. Um, only so much energy to go around. So if at this stage of your life, you're not getting a positive return on those interactions, there's probably a reason why. And I think with this, this is something that comes up a lot when we discuss like us quitting alcohol and us living more of a sober lifestyle is, you know, people are just don't really comprehend going from having all these friends, quote unquote, or really people who are more so just drinking buddies or party buddies. And then it's like you feel like you have no one when you make such a big lifestyle change like that. So I think it's important to understand that even if all of these people feel like your friends and feel like your your true crew are they really are they truly adding value to your life do they support you in other areas are they making fun of you if you say you don't want to drink or trying to get you to drink so that's just one example but pay attention to how people act around you and act in regard to what you put out there too whether it be your fitness goals or quitting alcohol or whatever it is people will show you who they really are by how they act when it comes to things that you're passionate about or maybe when you make a big lifestyle change it might make them uncomfortable and then they you know sort of lash out in various ways so pay attention to how they treat you as far as when you share more vulnerable things like that um, but at the end of the day I think we're really good as humans when it comes to going with our gut and kind of getting a gut feeling about someone if that person is not putting out the energy that you want in your life then you have to take note of that and it's kind of hard to do in the moment I think um but I mean I'm especially when it comes to like whether it's a relationship or you know you're questioning that aspect of things your gut knows and if you're constantly stressed and if you're constantly in a state where you know you feel like you're not able to truly connect with this person or this friend or whatever it is, you have to go with your gut. Also be sensitive to the fact that when you are leaving your comfort zone, just by contact, people are also leaving their comfort zones. So if you're making changes to make your life better and they aren't, they are going to be uncomfortable with that transition. There are things that they don't want to change in their lives or they want to and they you know, haven't jumped on it yet. They haven't had the push to do it. And they're just, they don't want to get uncomfortable yet. The fact that you are taking the step will make them uncomfortable. So it doesn't mean you have to immediately cut them loose, give them some time, let them know what's going on and, you know, explain how important it is to you. And if there is no change in their attitude or in their actions, that's when you kind of, you give it the snip, but have a little leeway with those who you are close to, who just seem a bit more resistant to the changes you're making because it's a human reaction. They're going to be uncomfortable by the fact that you are trying to get better and they are not, and you are elevating yourself and you know, they're being left in the dust in a sense. So communicate that work together and then, uh, give it a judgment period before you cut them out. Anything you want to stack? That's all I have for that one. All right. This one I'm pulling from a lot of the Buddhist books that I've been reading, uh, a main concept in those is positive and negative seeds. So 
everything essentially, every emotion, every action is essentially a seed. So habits kind of stem off from this and we'll touch on this next. Um, but let's say, you know, anger and jealousy and resentment being negative seeds versus happiness and contentment and, you know, kindness being positive seeds. Every thought that you have, every action you partake in will water a type of seed, a certain seed. Um, and the, the way that we kill them off is obviously we, we don't water those seeds and they die and they, they can always come back. So it's not like it's done forever, but we just continue to, to be aware and to focus on not watering those seeds. So in the detoxification sense, we are going to not water those negative seeds. If you find yourself in these constant patterns, ask yourself, you know, what's the underlying emotion? What's the underlying action that I'm doing or that I'm thinking that's triggering this? Um, if there's, you know, a certain part of your routine or part of your day or conversation at work, you know, that spins you off, can you avoid it? Can you have it with a different person? Can you have it in a different way to make it an entirely different conversation? A lot of us, this is going to be in the mental department, which we will hit on also later. Um, but constant thoughts, self-doubt, <clears throat> um, you know, self-criticism, we are feeding these emotions. We are feeding these feelings because of the thoughts that are going on within that. So if you can focus specifically on catching yourself in that, so it's not going to be stopping right away, but catching yourself in an action, catching yourself in a thought, um, catching yourself in a negative habit, um, being aware of it, trying to figure out what brought it on and avoiding the trigger or redirecting once it's already been brought on so that in the future, that trigger no longer has that same power. This is something that therapy has helped me a lot with just because when you're so deep into specific patterns and specific ways of thinking, it's really hard to be aware of what your what your triggers and what your patterns are. So talking with a professional can definitely be helpful here if you're listening to this and you're just thinking like, I don't think I can recognize that in the moment. It's really hard. It's really hard at first, but you can and you do start to realize, oh, this is not me. This is this emotion or this is just how I've been brought up or whatever it is. So it does take work, but it is definitely worth fighting for and worth working through because it just starts to open up your eyes to the idea that your emotions don't need to rule your life. If you are not partaking in therapy, this is also the concept of self-reflection. Um, it's a deeper level of meditation, but just being able to, again, be aware in the moment. So when we focus on mindfulness, when we go through these meditations, we are staying in the moment. Um, that alone, actually living in the moment and not letting thoughts you know, create triggers will be a huge help. But also in self-reflection, um, it's a situation where we can get into deeper contact with ourselves um, and figure out what those underlying triggers actually are, the root cause of all of these things. So it's a deeper level of meditation. It takes some time and some work to get there, but if you're not going the therapy route, um, that's, that's where you're gonna wanna start is Again, basic meditation as well as self-reflection, thinking about what those triggers can, can kind of transition into. But in uh, the opposite end of this spectrum, positive seeds. So the good things, creating good quality habits, good thoughts, good mind frame. We need to water those as well. So it's not enough to just cut out the negative. We need to make sure that we are watering the positive. Um, so it could be you know, getting your kid on the bus, you know, making sure you have a good interaction before that. It could be, you know, self affirmations in the mirror, positive affirmations. I am strong. I can do this. You know, if you're working on something specific, saying those types of things. So 
very, it's the same mechanism, but on the opposite end, we're removing the concept of watering those negative seeds. And we're going to actively and become aware of the idea that we need to water the positive ones as well. So to kind of spring that off into habits, because a lot of these are habits, these negative seeds, these positive seeds, um, a lot of them are just things we do in the day. I don't know how many people still smoke. I hope it's way down from traditional statistics. But if you know you wake up in the morning, the first thing you do is run outside for a quick cigarette. Obviously, this is an extreme case, but just to make it super obvious, avoiding that, creating a new substitution. So maybe you go for a walk instead. You still go outside. You kind of follow that same path. But instead of reaching for your pocket, you just keep walking down the road. Get that morning sunlight exposure, looking at the sun, towards the sun, um, creating these positive dopamine responses from things that are not negative. Um, when you wake up and instead of swan diving into your cup of coffee, you have some water first. So if your automatic first thing you do when you wake up is to go make a cup of coffee, it's replacing that with water. Maybe you fill your water bottle and leave it on your nightstand. So it's the first thing that you see in the morning. So a simple switch, but something that can highly benefit you rather than starting your day with caffeine, which can, if you're doing that on an empty stomach, it can negatively impact your hormones and just negatively impact your anxiety levels, how you feel throughout the day. So getting a meal in, having some water before you have your coffee, simple habit, simple switch, you're still having your coffee. It's not like you're cutting it out, but it's something simple that you can kind of switch up to help benefit your overall life. Maybe junk food or <clears throat> less than stellar meals is your go-to on your lunch break. It could be swapping that out for a workout and you know packing your own lunch. Or maybe you do the same thing on your way home from work. Recognizing these things that are not adding value to your life, that are not making you better, that are not making you more healthy, these are things we have to identify and we can swap in new habits for the poor habits. Um, so a quick switcheroo typically does the trick there. Moving into mindset. So we've kind of, this has been on the outskirts of everything we've just kind of talked about, but a lot of this starts with the self-doubt, with the self, you know, criticism, the self-bashing. And that's why I always circle back to meditation because we're not doing, if we're living presently in the moment, we're not overanalyzing everything that we're doing. And that's what meditation is helping us doing, helping us do. <clears throat> So if we can kind of take this a step further, really evaluate going into those deeper trigger points, really evaluating what can I do? Where are my struggles? Where are the things that I do well as far as my strengths? How can we heighten the strengths and how can we minimize those weaknesses? So going through what you typically feel throughout the day, writing things down, create a journal for this stuff. Um, if you notice yourself turning off into a bad mood, what are the emotions you're feeling? What are the thoughts that you're telling yourself? If you're in a good mood, same thing, jot it down. What are those things you can go back to? These are going to be tools in your toolbox. Um, but just creating a log of not just potential triggers, but how you're feeling throughout the day and what happened leading up to those things and what you're telling yourself during those things. Um, we're hitting on a lot of similar things in different ways as we go through this little list here, because at the end of the day, it is those little things that will change your life. And going through habits we talk about with our clients. It's not the massive change to your training. It's not the massive change to your nutrition. It's the little things you're going to do every single day that you're not even going to think about in the moment. And for the concept of mindset, it's the little things you are thinking throughout the day, the little things that you are telling yourself throughout the day that are going to make the biggest changes in your life. So that's why we have to be aware of that concept, highlight that, and put practices into place to improve those areas. Negative thoughts compound just the same way that positive thoughts compound. So if you're constantly 
judging people, if you're constantly, you know, creating scenarios in your head, if you're constantly thinking these negative thoughts, that is going to show up in almost every other area of your life. Whereas on the flip side, if you're putting out the good and putting out the good energy and and thinking those more positive thoughts, whether it be about other people or about your body or whatever it is, you're going to see those positive thoughts compound as well. So I think this starts by simply taking note, like you said, of what you're currently thinking throughout the day and reflecting on that and slowly shifting it. And maybe it's not shifting from negative to positive right away but from negative to to neutral so if you're talking or if you're thinking about your body image in a negative way you're not you're likely not going to think of it positively like right off the bat the next day right but you can mitigate that negative thought by replacing it with something neutral so for instance let's say you try on a pair of jeans and they aren't really fitting right and you're really talking badly about your body in your head, instead of going through that whole scenario where you're talking down upon yourself, you put on the jeans, they don't really fit the right way. That's okay. It's, it is what it is. This is my body today. I'll try on these other pair of pants, this other pair of pants or whatever it is. So just flipping the script to being more neutral can be a really great stepping stone to then eventually feeling more positive about your body or your life or people or whatever it is. And a lot of things are going to be instant reactions. So those are the things you really want to pay attention to write down if you had an instant reaction or, you know, throw it in your notes section. So myself personally, we have, there's this, I don't know if it's a Buddhist store. I talk a lot about a Buddhist, I talk a lot about Buddhism for someone who's not a Buddhist, but there is this uh, crystal store and they've got some Buddhist books in one of our favorite places in Mystic. Um, old Mystic Village, and we actually got some Tibetan prayer flags that have quotes from the Dalai Lama on them. And within one of those, it's part of the quote, I don't remember exactly what it is, but essentially, I will not think poorly about others. So I catch myself in this one all the time when I'm driving. Um, I'll be in a great mood and some knucklehead will cut me off or do something ridiculous and I'm MFing him either at the window or in my mind, usually in my mind, sometimes at the window if it's egregious. Um, but I'll catch myself. I'm like, okay, I will not think poorly about others. This person could be late to work. They could be, you know, on the verge of losing their job, whatever it is. I don't know their situation. So I try to immediately reframe it. I catch myself, you know, thinking poorly about others. And then I'll reframe it to be more open to knowing that I don't know what's going on in their life. And they're probably not a bad person. They just made a silly move, silly choice. Um, so these are the little things, whether it's about yourself directly, other people, they all affect your mood. They all affect your life and your health. Um, so again, being aware, making the changes and changing our reactions to certain situations is going to be critical, um, to building off in, in every other area of our life. So I will wrap it up here, guys. If you are a new listener and you've enjoyed the episode, please, please, please leave us a review. It helps us a lot. Returning listeners, if you have not left a review yet, and based on the stats for downloads versus how many have left reviews, I know that is the vast majority of you. So if you've been listening to these continuously and you have not yet left a review, please consider this your payment being due. Or give us a share on Instagram. Take a screenshot of the podcast, tag us. We love to see it there too. We're taking action in 2023. Your first action is doing something positive for something that you're getting positive feedback from. We appreciate you. We love you. We'll catch you in the next one.